Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to episode 190 of the Xbox and 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all earn an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please subscribe in your favor and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. There were no big games all last week, but the games coming out this week include Persona 3 Portable, Persona 4 Golden, Tortuga Pirate's Tale, Grey's Counter GM, A Space for the Unbound, Monster Hunter Rise, and Omegabot. A reminder, some games coming soon to Game Pass as just stated. So available on January 19th, you can pick up Persona 3 Portable through Game Pass, Cloud Console, and PC. Persona 4 Golden, January 9th, Cloud Console and PC. Then Monster Hunter Rise, Cloud Console and PC on January 20th. Now into last week's biggest news stories, and we have five to cover this week. Number one, Xbox and Bethesda to present developer direct live stream on January 25th. The Xbox Wire staff on Xbox Wire write. Xbox and Bethesda will present a developer direct on Wednesday, January 25th, providing fans with an inside look at some of the games coming to Xbox, PC, and Game Pass over the next few months. Presented by the game creators themselves from studios including Arcane Austin, Mojang Studios, Turn 10 Studios, and ZeniMax Online Studios, the Developer Direct will focus on big features, extended gameplay showcases, and the latest info for Xbox games launching in the next few months, including The Elder Scrolls Online, Forza Motorsport, Minecraft Legends, and Redfall. To dedicate the proper amount of time for a deep dive into Bethesda Game Studio Starfield, a standalone show is in the works. Fans should tune in on Xbox channels, Twitch, YouTube, and Bethesda channels, Twitch, YouTube at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on January 25th to see all the latest. The Elder Scrolls Online Studio director Matt Fuhrer will unveil 2023's major chapter update, including the latest regions of Tamriel to become playable in ESO, as well as a major new feature coming in the game's biggest update this year. The developer direct will be immediately followed by the full standalone ESO chapter reveal event, hosted by ZeniMax Online Studios, which will provide all the in-depth details ESO players will be keen to know. Forza Motorsport The team at Turn 10 Studios have been hard at work bringing fans the next generation of Forza Motorsport built from the ground up to take advantage of the Xbox Series X and S. Forza Motorsport is back and we can't wait to share more gameplay and exciting new details. Minecraft Legends Moyang Studios will showcase an insider's look into the PvP multiplayer experience in Minecraft Legends, the upcoming action strategy game from the makers of Minecraft. Developed in partnership with Blackbird Interactive and launching this spring, don't miss exclusive gameplay footage at the Developer Direct. And Redfall. The minds behind Dishonored and Prey, Arcane Austin will showcase several minutes of gameplay from their upcoming FPS. The Developer Direct will reveal single and multiplayer gameplay, showcasing more of how you and your friends will take down bloodthirsty vampires on the picturesque island of Redfall, Massachusetts. Fans can expect to learn more about combat, customization, bosses, the open world, and more. This is very exciting indeed. This seems like the sign of things to come. In my opinion, a developer direct every quarter at this rate with the amount of studios that Xbox and Bethesda now have. We throw Activision Blizzard into the mess. There's just so many games in the pipeline. Focus on the games coming out in the next few months, which they're doing. And please just give us a little bit of tease for the stuff in the future. Specifically, ZeniMax Online Studios. They've had a 200-person team working on something for the last three or four years. What is it? God, I'm hoping it is some Star Wars of some old rumors in the past have said. Maybe we'll get a tease of that. Maybe we won't get any teases of the future. To me, that would be a disappointment. You have to show something. Give us something to lick on. 
maybe just announce the date for the Starfield one, which I think is very good that they're not going to take away the attention from these games. And specifically, out of these, I'm looking at Redfall. I hope this is something that me and my friends can enjoy for hours to come. Minecraft Legends is going to be huge, it's just not for me. I'm not a racing game guy, and the Elder Scrolls universe just doesn't do it for me. Needless to say, I cannot wait. I love game showcases, and it's only two weeks away. Number two, Ubisoft Plus could launch on Xbox soon. Microsoft Store Activity suggests. Sean Carey at True Achievements writes, It appears that Ubisoft Plus could launch on Xbox consoles soon, as we found a list of games on the Xbox Store that have recently been updated to include a Ubisoft Plus tag. Ubisoft Plus was announced for Xbox consoles this time last year, and since then we haven't heard much about it. Now it looks like Ubisoft and Xbox could be gearing up to launch a subscription service as a selection of games from the publisher, as they have been updated with a special Ubisoft Plus tag that reads, quote, with your Ubisoft Plus membership, end quote, on the Microsoft Store's back end. So far, our scanners have picked up a list of 24 Ubisoft games with the Ubisoft Plus tag, including Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Far Cry 6, and Riders Republic. Interesting. Ubisoft games are already included in Game Pass, such as Assassin's Creed Origins, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Far Cry 5, Rainbow Six Extraction, and others do not appear to have been tagged as Ubisoft Plus games on the store. It's possible that these games might not be included with Ubisoft Plus due to existing deals with Microsoft for Game Pass. However, it could simply be that these games many, many more are yet to be updated with the tag. If we spot any more, we'll let you know. The games that are included with Ubisoft Plus on Xbox have been tagged are as followed. Assassin's Creed Chronicles China, India and Russia, Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered, Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag, Assassin's Creed Rogue Remastered, Assassin's Creed The Ezio Collection, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Family Feud, Far Cry 3 Classic Edition, Far Cry 4, Far Cry 6, Monopoly Madness, Monopoly Plus, Rabbids, Party of Legends, Rayman Legends, Riders Republic, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World The Game, Complete Edition, The Crew 2, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint, Tom Clancy's The Division 2, Trivial Pursuit Uno, and Watch Dogs Legion. As they already announced the service will become to Xbox in the future, I think the only question remains, is this going to be added to our Xbox Game Pass Ultimate subscription a la EA Play? I mean, it makes sense, but that just continues to drive home that the value of Game Pass Ultimate is just insane and they must raise the prices this year, which is my prediction. I mean, it makes sense. You could even raise it 5 bucks and it's still going to be worth every penny, especially with the amount of studios that Xbox now owns and the games that are becoming to the service, especially with the Activision Blizzard acquisition. We'll see. This seems good for Ubisoft, but there are some other things with that company, so let's touch on them. Number 3. Ubisoft CEO reportedly tells staff the ball is in your court after sales disappointments. Heidi Nicholas at True Achievements writes, Ubisoft's latest update discussed major challenges and the underperformance of recent launches. Now reports a claim CEO Yves Gaumont has asked staff for spending and initiatives to be as efficient and lean as possible. Ubisoft has canceled three unannounced projects and delayed Skull and Bones again while discussing how, quote, recent launches have not performed as well as expected, end quote, and the, quote, major challenges, end quote, Ubisoft faces. Reports of an email to staff from Ubisoft CEO Yves Gaumont claim he asked for, quote, your full energy and commitment, end quote, while also being, quote, as efficient and as lean as possible, end quote, when it comes to spending and initiatives. In the wake of Ubisoft's press release about how it's updated the financial targets for 2022 to 2023 and introduced targets for 2023 to 2024, reports suggest Gilmont wrote the staff in an email about how Ubisoft might, quote, get back on the path to success, end quote. Kotaku reports having viewed this email, which reads, quote, Today more than ever, I need your full energy and commitment to ensure we get back on the path to success. I'm also asking that each of you be especially careful and strategic with your spending and initiatives to ensure we are being as efficient and lean as possible, end quote. Guillermo added that the upcoming games for the next fiscal year translates to, quote, the biggest pipeline in Ubisoft history, end quote, 
and again addresses staff to say, quote, the ball is in your court to deliver this lineup on time and at the expected level of quality and show everyone what we are capable of achieving, end quote. So this is just to highlight that Ubisoft is not in a good place right now. I don't even want to talk about Skull and Bones anymore. This is actually the sixth delay of this game. It's insane, not much to say. However, there are some exciting new projects from Ubisoft or the machines that just continue to churn out Assassin's Creed games and Far Cry games, Tom Clancy games, etc. We do expect Avatar Worlds of Pandora to come out this year. Having seen Avatar 1 and 2 again this year, I'm pretty excited for this game. It could be something special. The big one for me is the Star Wars open world game from Massive Entertainment. Give me that game as soon as possible. There's been some rumors about what that game actually is lately. A la No Man's Sky, traveling from planet to planet instantaneously. We all know how that turned out for that game. But Star Wars, Ubisoft, open world, massive. Please deliver on that. And I can't wait to see more, hopefully, this year. Number four, several Forza Horizon developers leave Playground Games and Xbox to form a new studio. Ryan Dinsdale at IGN writes, Several developers from Xbox's Forza Horizon developer Playground Games have left the company to form a new studio, Maverick Games. As reported by Eurogamer, former Forza Horizon 5 creative director Mike Brown will lead the new studio and is joined by five other former Playground employees. The development team is at work on a, quote, premium open world game for consoles and PC, end quote, and has already secured significant seed funding. The other developers making the jump to Maverick Games include Playground's lead producer Tom Butcher, technical director Matt Craven, Technical Art Director Gareth Harwood, Audio Director Fraser Stanchion, and Art Director Ben Penrose. Quote for players, we're already at work on an exciting, ultra-high-quality title, and for developers, we're building a home where everyone is encouraged to take risks, be curious, be creative, be innovative, be themselves, and above all, be a maverick, end quote, the developer said. Playground Games was founded in 2010 and until recently has only developed Forza Horizon games. It made the switch to something new in 2020, however, when Xbox announced it would be working on Fable, the latest game in its fantasy RPG franchise. This is a tidbit concerning. Given all the rumors around Playground Games and Fable, did they relaunch the game, did it start from scratch, we haven't seen anything in years at this point, then all these big people leave to go form their own studio? I mean, good for them. There's a lot of talent there, obviously. Forza Horizon 5 is awesome, even if it's not for me. So I'm excited to see what they come up with. But I am a little concerned for Fable, and I really want that game to be something special. Number five, Destiny 2 will no longer gatekeeping best builds as Lightwall prep begins. Destiny 2 players will no longer have to chase down the armor mods they need for the best builds. Bungie has announced that in preparation for next month's Lightfall DLC, all standard mods will be unlocked for everyone. Destiny 2 Lightfall is promising, quote, big changes coming to build crafting, end quote, when it arrives on February 28th. So for the last few months before the expansion hits, Bungie apparently wants to, quote, give everyone a chance to enjoy all mods in their current state, end quote. Some of this will potentially be encouraging players to look into weaker mods so they can see how much stronger they get with coming buffs, but for others, it'll more likely be a case of giving us one last chance to play with some of the game's more overpowered toys and combos before the nerfs arrive. Either way, no more waiting weeks or even months for 801 to have the mod you need and stock on any given day, thank the Traveler. We don't usually throw too much Destiny 2 news, but this is huge news if you're a regular Destiny 2 player. I also think this is huge news if new people to the franchise are going to be coming in during Lightfall. This is such a big part of the endgame to maximize your build, get the most DPS, survivability, etc. So now them not having this gatekeeping of this horrible system with 801 is awesome for new players, old players, and everyone alike. Thank you, Bungie. 
As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and Xbox is a part of this. But with the recent updates, let's do a January 2023 update for the best-selling video game consoles of all time. Credit to Jordan Serrani at IGN. Number 28, Sega Dreamcast, 9.13 million. Sega Saturn, 9.26 million. Number 26, Wii U, 13.56 million. 25, Sega Game Gear, 13.9 million. 24, PlayStation Vita, 14 million. Number 23, Xbox Series X and S, 17 million. 22, Sega Master Sidem Mark III, 20 million. Number 21, Xbox, 21 million. 20, GameCube, 21.74 million. 19, Atari 2600, 30 million. 18, PlayStation 5, 30 million plus. 17, Nintendo 64, 32.93 million. 16, Sega Genesis Mega Drive, 35 million. 15, SNES, Super Famicom, SNES, 49.10 million. 14, Xbox One, 50 million. 13, NES Famicom, 61.91 million. 12, Nintendo 3DS, 75.94 million. 11, Game Boy Advance, 81.51 million. 10, PlayStation Portable, PSP, 82 million. Number 9, Xbox 360, 85 million. Number 8, PlayStation 3, 87.5 million. 7, Nintendo Wii, 101.63 million. 6, PlayStation, 102.4 million. Number 5, Nintendo Switch, 114.33 million. PlayStation 4 is at number 4 with 117.2 million. Number 3, Game Boy and Game Boy Color, 118.69 million. Number 2, Nintendo DS, 154.02 million. And number 1, the PlayStation 2 at 159 million consoles. Ain't that something? There are gamers everywhere you look, all around the world for many years as who has been buying up these consoles. It's incredible to see. In terms of Xbox representation, we had Xbox at number 9 with the 360 at 85 million. Could Xbox Series X and S ever catch that? Maybe. If they come out with new consoles but keep the series name, would that all count to the same million category? They also had at surprising 50 million the Xbox One with 14. And Xbox Series X and S as it's still in its infant cycle coming in at number 23 with 17 million, close behind the original Xbox at 21 million. Crazy numbers when we're talking about the video game industry. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox and 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe to your favorite podcast service, share with your friends, leave a review, and follow on all social media at Xbox and 10. This past week, with what little time I had to game, I just constantly can't stop playing Marvel Snap. Just take that as an every week thing. It hasn't stopped. I'm almost at collection level 2000. It's crazy. Don't even ask. But when I had time to play my console, I've been continuing Cyberpunk 2077. And after I got to about the five hour or so mark mainline the story, I'm really enjoying it now. The story kind of has me hooked and it's going places I did not expect with characters that I did not expect to be that way. I think you would know who I'm talking about if you've played the game. My name is Brandon Rose. You can follow me on Xbox at Brosa93. Hope you all have a great week. Stay safe and keep on gaming.